The Get This Podcast is brought to you by ProPhotoGo.com, professional photography on demand. Use coupon code GETTHIS to get 10% off your professional photo session. So whether you need new headshots or you have a big event coming up, an engagement, a wedding, you name it, or let's say you just want new photos so you can look snazzy on social media, ProPhotoGo is professional photography on demand. Use coupon code GETTHIS and get 10% off. Go to ProPhotoGo.com. The Get This Podcast is also brought to you by WP Engine, the best WordPress hosting available. People who know me know I build enterprise-level WordPress websites that reach millions of people a year. And it's important that those sites live at a host that is secure, fast, and offers the kind of support you need. 24 7 and i can't recommend wp engine enough i use them exclusively and recommend them to all of my clients get 10 percent off your first year of exceptional hosting for your wordpress website go to getthispodcast.com slash wordpress and that will trigger the 10 percent off coupon again it's getthispodcast.com slash wordpress This is Kevin Couchman with the podcast Get This, a show about things people love. It's August 6th in the foul year of our Lord 2019, and uh, we are coming to you from the Heights, Washington Heights, in the beautiful city of Manhattan. And I'm joined today by my, my amigo, the only one. Jose Ignacio Gomez, the one and only. <laughs> the one and only. And we have a guest we're very excited about. A fellow here who uh, lives in the neighborhood by the name of Jake Chapman. How you doing, Jake? I'm good. All right, man. Yeah. And uh, Jake has a lot of cool things going on. He's going to tell us about them. And uh, what's what's the thing that, uh, that we love that we're going to talk about today, Jake? Sure. Well, um, I love music in general, but specifically, um, I'm a vibraphonist, uh-huh. um, among other things. But, Can I um, pronounce it vibraphonist? Um, I, you may. <laughs> yeah, may. maybe. It, it, might be, it might be good with an accent as well. The brofinus. Like yeah, that. right. I mean, yeah. Um, my little but you may. You may. Yeah, but. but vibraphonus. <laughs> say it one more time for me. Yeah. Um, vibraphonus. Vibraphonus. Yeah, yeah man. The instrument's yeah. a vibraphone. Um, and um, I should probably explain what that is. Yeah. Um, totally. So most people have heard of a xylophone, right? And right. When, you, yeah. when you say xylophone, people think of uh, a toy instrument, probably. But. Um, in actuality, a real xylophone is actually this pretty big wooden um, wooden barred instrument that you play standing up. And um, there are a family of instruments like the xylophone, including the marimba, which is another wooden instrument, and the vibraphone, which is um, an instrument with metal bars. And right. that's that's an instrument that I've been playing uh, since I was in middle school. Um, yeah. And I came from it. Uh, I came to it from the piano. So mm-hmm. I've been playing piano for about six years. Then I picked up the vibraphone. And um, I've been playing ever since. Um, so this whole family of instruments um, are—it's just under the whole header of mallet percussion, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, vibraphone, marimba, 
are, are all instruments that I have. I also have steel pan. I have glockenspiel, which is another one that people have heard of, and that's one with little bars. That's kind of like the xylophone that people think of. Um, it's actually called a glockenspiel, and that one's that's, very that's very high pitched, small uh-huh. small bars, uh-huh. very shrill, mm. harsh sound. Yeah. Oh, geez, you're really selling it. Yeah, yeah, really. But <laughs> this that's a very new instrument to me. I I actually picked one up for the first time um, back in May, and I got another one about a month later. And I've been going around the city playing a glockenspiel, going to a few jam sessions, um, oh, and really, man. really exploring the instrument. Which I think, as as rare as vibraphone is in jazz, it's it's extremely more un- uncommon to see a glockenspiel. Like I have never heard of jazz glockenspiel. I was trying to find stuff online. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Uh, how many minutes are we in timestamp? That's we're only three minutes in, and we yeah. already have a show title. <laughs> Jazz Glockenspiel. That's a, that's a great episode title. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, record. That's a record. Yeah, oh yeah. That's, and, that's maybe the fastest somebody's hit a show title. <laughs> was, was, it was so awesome. fast, and I'm still like, I'm did this happen right I'm now? Reeling. I'm reeling. I'm, 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 I'm in shock. shock. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. I'm, I'm, not, I'm processing right now. <laughs> it, it's a great phrase, um, and you know, I'm, I'm always saying, you know, I brought my Glock, or don't mess with me. Oh, I have my Glock, man. and um, oh god. And so I, you know, I've at this point, I've taken. Um, uh, one of the first glockenspiel I got, which is a really the, another great thing about the glockenspiel is that it's very light, and so I don't even need a cart to bring it around. It just packs up into a case, and I have a stand, and I can just carry it in my hands or on my backpack or in my backpack. So um, I've brought it to jam sessions um, at the Keep, which is there's a fantastic um, hot jazz gypsy jazz um, jam session there, and that's in Ridgewood. I brought it to Mona's, which is this another jam session um, in the same vein in the East Village that's been going on for years now. And I've also brought it to um, a a rooftop jam in Ridgewood as well. That was on July 4th. That was fantastic. (laughs) Um, And a couple other places as well. And I'm really excited to actually debut it in performance um, next week at Dizzy's. That's it. Um, so you were yeah, reading yeah, my we'll mind. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tell us what you have going on next week. And again, it's August 6th, 2019. I'll attempt to put this thing out the same right, day, right. if not the next day. So what, what do you have going on next week at Dizzy? Sure, yeah. So I will be leading my own group um, from Tuesday the 13th through Saturday the 17th. Anyway, it's for the late set, which is at 11.30 um, every night. And I'll be playing mostly vibraphone. But I'll also get in some marimba, some piano, and some glock. Um, so I'm really excited to play all those instruments. I'll be playing a lot of my own music, which I've been arranging um, and writing, mostly arranging and practicing um, for the last few weeks now, and a few standards as well. And I'm just really excited to play in such a great venue in New York City. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's going to be 1130. How many, how many uh, gigs? It's five nights in a row, yeah, starting Tuesday. Nights. Yeah. Tuesday, do you have the date? Yeah, the 13th. Oh, the 13th. Yeah, All right. Okay. Yeah, I just want to hear it repeated. Yeah, August how many, 13th. How many sets you get to? Play? It's one set a night, and it's going to oh. be about an hour each night. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And um, I actually am playing with two different groups. I got I assembled two different groups of people. The first three nights, I have guitar-based drums, three amazing musicians, and um, the last two nights, I have piano-based drums. And on the last night, I even have a lot of special guests joining me, including... And this is going to be very exciting, including my whole family. Um, ah, my, well. whole, my whole family, right? I come from a family of musicians. Um, they all <laughs> live in L.A., and that's where I'm from. 
Um, but they're going to be in town for the gigs, uh, for the last two gigs at least. And I thought this would be a great opportunity for us to perform together because that's something we've been doing um, <clears throat> on occasion since 2007. But what's really exciting is that this December we're going to China on oh. tour. We're on a, I know we're going to 20 cities performing wow. uh, in China. I've never been to China and I've, <laughs> I've never even been on a major tour and I get to do my first one with my whole family. It's going to be that's, yeah. pretty exciting. So I figured, you know, you know, we, we're actually going to be performing in L.A. right before we leave, um, which we've done already, actually. But um, in New York, we've never performed as a family. And I thought, hey, uh, this would be a great opportunity for me to showcase the family. And when, have, when, you, when you say the whole family, what, what exactly do you mean? So do you mean I the mean extended family. No, I mean my my me, uh, nuclear. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So uh, my mom is a singer. Mm -hmm. um, my sister is also a singer. She plays some piano too, but in the group, she'll just sing. Um, my dad plays piano, and I'll be on vibraphone. Yeah. Wow. Unreal. Yeah. Amazing. Man. <laughs> so before we proceed to unpack this and reverse engineer how you got to play the jazz glockenspiel <laughs> at all these cool places in New York, I want to find out more about where people can find you because it's yeah, a very sure. cool thing. Absolutely. So for, for the thing at Dizzy's, where do people go? Um, so you can go on online to the Dizzy's website. Sure. Um, you can, I mean, I'm, I'm really based on Instagram these days. Gotcha. Right. And my handle is Chappy Milkshake. C-H-A-P-P-Y okay. Milkshake. Chappy Milkshake. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> and um, I'll never forget it. Yeah, you will. I'll never unsee that. No, you won't. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm also, you know, I have a Facebook page, but it's basically whatever I post on Instagram goes to face goes to Facebook. Gotcha. Um, yeah. And I'm also, the same. I have some stuff on YouTube as well, but really where I've been focused over the last year uh, yeah, year or so, year and a half has been Instagram. Okay, and people will be able to find everything else through that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I would say just you know go to the Dizzy's website, or sure. it's as simple as just showing up at eleven fifteen. Yeah, yeah. You know, Tuesday through Saturday. Well, I'm gonna make a plan. Yeah. And uh, what's the night with your folks? Is that the 18th? That's the no the 17th. The last oh, the 17th. The Saturday. Yeah, the 18th. Uh, that's the 17th. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got you. The 17th. Yeah. Okay. All right. That might be the one to go to. I got yeah, a yeah. birthday coming up. That too, one. So somebody owes me something. <laughs> that one's essentially going to be a huge party, kind of like Jake, Jake Chapman and friends. Like I'll open up the night with one, maybe two numbers, and then start calling up people to play with me. And wow, I'm going to I'm going to feature my friend Jasper Dutes, and we have our duo together called Champion Milkshake, and we play <laughs> a whole a whole range of things um, from jazz, musical theater to Disney music, video game music, Harry Potter theme. Oh yeah, and you were yeah. yeah, yeah this is this is yeah. our busking. We do a lot of busking together. Um, in fact, we just got into the music, um, the MTA's music, under, uh, music, what, what's it called? MTA Music Under New York program, um, which if you've ever been in the subway system and you've mm -hmm. seen people playing with the pink banner oh. behind them, they're part of that program. Gotcha. So we can start reserving these spots to busk and we're excited about that. Wow. Um, no idea. Yeah, yeah. So, right. so we, our duo, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on vibe, sometimes marimba, he's on sax and clarinet. Um, and then I'm also going to play a, a video game music song. We're going to play, I'm going to call up a vocalist, the one who runs the session at the uh, the Keep right. that I was talking about. She's going to sing a tune with us. And a video game tune? No, no. She, no we're going to sing it. Okay, jazz but, yeah, but the video game tune is going to be with, with Jasper and gotcha. my other friend Max Boyko. Um, and that's I like basically the main three kinds of music that I've been playing over the last year have been 
jazz. That's probably the primary one. Um, R&B, hip-hop kind of stuff, and then video game music. I wonder if the MTA would accept podcasters underneath, right? Like, we could just busk. We could just sit and do a podcast in the subway. Uh, I'm sure. Try. It would sound incredible, I'm sure. Yeah. Can you that. imagine, the, like, the amount of noise reduction I'd have to do to that? Yeah. It would just sound like... Yeah. It'd be unlistenable. Yeah. Well, which, uh, there may be a niche for that. There may be. Yeah, well... Man, you got so much going on. It's tremendous. Yeah, so, yeah thank you. I, I still got a question. I'm, I'm way slower than you guys are. But, uh, <laughs> I, you know, I just got a question. What makes you uh, change from one instrument to the other? What what, what attracts you from the vibraphone that all the many other oh, instruments didn't have? Well, that, that's a good question. Um, so it, it wasn't an instrument that I actually picked, mm -hmm. I would say. You know, I had been playing piano, like I said, for about six years. And then in middle school, I auditioned for the jazz band on piano um but there were three other pianists who auditioned as well and since i had already been playing percussion in the in the concert band and in percussion ensemble my jazz director asked if i wanted to play vibes in jazz band and you know i said yeah i'll give it a shot all right and you know it was fun and <laughs> I, i liked it so i kept going and i've been playing for about 13 years now and oh, wow. so, so that's how it happens yeah. yeah and you were really connected to it just like um, that in that moment I mean, it, it's a fun instrument, you know, and, and yeah, I was, you know, I, I, I don't, I think it took time for me to develop a connection, probably a few years until I thought I considered it my primary instrument because actually during middle school, I started teaching myself guitar and <laughs> that was the instrument I focused on the most, especially during sixth, seventh, eighth, maybe ninth, ninth grade as well. And that's the instrument that I was practicing the most yeah. out of piano, vibes, and guitar, was, was really guitar. But then something happened, I, I want to say, after my sophomore year, or maybe during my sophomore year of high school. And um, I really started focusing on jazz and the vibes more. Um, All right. And then, and then, you know, always had piano still under my belt, and it would start working on jazz piano. And pretty much from then on, my two main instruments were, were vibes and piano. Vibes and piano. Vibes and piano. And I bet you had a lot of support from your family, it sounds like, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm very lucky, you know, to – I've never not had support from my parents. Um, they've been very, very helpful and supportive um, of me and pretty much open to whatever I want to do. Um, you know, they got – my dad got me my first vibraphone for my 13th birthday. They also got me a professional muster vibraphone <clears throat> excuse me, for um, when I was in 11th grade. Um, so they've been very, very helpful. Um, and what else can I say? Um, I forgot what I was going to say. That's all right. Um, so Have you played, I imagine you play together. Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, so well, like, you, of course we know you do. You're getting ready to tour China in the um, summer, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. like, Amazing. yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there was, you know, when I was in LA, when I, when I, whenever I am in LA, there's always music going on in the house. Like my mom's a vocal, a vocal coach, voice teacher. So growing oh, right. up, I, I basically heard, you know, people coming over, taking lessons um, all the time. What and, type of music does she, she um, coach? She coaches musical theater, um, pop, you know, but I said mostly musical theater. Gotcha. She's also a musical theater director. Oh, great. Um, yeah. Does she do that around L.A.? Yeah, in L.A. Oh, fun. Um, she, like, she taught it at a couple of colleges. Great. Um, and um, in addition to having a cabaret duo with my dad. 
Oh, um, nice. So, so they also perform. This is so romantic well, yeah. and wonderful. <laughs> I'm just yeah. staring into the abyss of my own family's dysfunction <laughs> here. This is, uh, uh, <laughs> it's, it's actually a nightmare. You know what? This podcast is over. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, so, <laughs> no, no, I think we got more time. So, so, so yeah. Oh, so, yeah, we got we to gotta make the hour. Right. Well, we got to make the hour. Yeah, I'm stuck. Okay, all right. Well, Jake, no, he's talking. Jake says he was a little, what am no, I going no, to no. talk in an hour? Yeah, I never yeah. talked that much. I've never, he has but, stuff. I've never interviewed anyone so well adjusted. We've but, never yeah. had anybody. No, does anyone ever say you look like Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad? <laughs> Me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you look like, I, I you look like Jesus. Oh, well, <laughs> I have gotten that. <laughs> you look like, uh, yeah, Jesus with a, uh, and you're wearing, I love the shirt you're wearing. Uh, let me describe it. Yeah, it's, sure, um, sure. it's Mario. Before I think he levels up uh, with shrooms, but he's, uh, <laughs> he's got a little uh, little weed leaf on yeah, his Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait a second, wait a second. Jake plays the vibes, but this motherfucker looks like a rock and roll star. He does. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And Mario, Mario, yeah, it yeah, says really. weed, but it's W-I-I-D, weed. Yeah, fantastic good, shirt. Great shirt, yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> um, and so to continue, though, um, so my mom, uh, you know, I, I always heard her giving voice lessons. and um, Wow, you really stay on track, man. That's good. Yeah, no, yeah, I just yeah. I had more to say. You know, I <laughs> my dad would be, you know, practicing or, or writing a tune or they'd be uh, playing together um, or I'd be playing with my dad. And, you know, there were many a dinner party where um, after the dinner we'd, we'd – you know, have to give a performance. That's um, just, to, it's to really guests, wonderful. You know? Yeah. And then my sister also would write songs on the piano. So like, yeah. we often there was some, some, you know, fighting for piano time. Ah, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's wonderful. I, yeah. I, you know, it's been a while since I've really heard of or, or even thought about a family that's really that musical. It's, it's, yeah, I mean, excellent. It's true. And it's, it's interesting because like it, it definitely took me a while to realize like how different, our family was, you know, you don't just, just that, you know, I grew up with that. That's course, just what I knew, what I was used to. Mm. But, you know, just as I got older, I realized like how, you know, mm-hmm. special it was, how different um, our yeah. family was. Yeah, and and, and just thinking about, I can't, I mean, I think family bands are more of a thing of, a, of the past, I would say, I, I you know, you know, the, more of a novelty the thing. The family is and, more of a and, thing of the past. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, as sad as that is, but yeah. Yeah, and typically when I think of family band, I think, you know, you know, mom, dad, and then like maybe the little kids as well. Right, but like, right. you know, and, and we did, you know, the first gig we had was in 2007. My I was 13, my sister was 11. And so we were kids then, but now, you know, we're, we're grown up. And you just, I don't, I don't think there's that much of that thing going on these days. You might, you might have sibling bands like uh, Jonas Brothers. Sure. Or, you know, various uh, siblings, Billie Eilish and, and her brother and I stuff think, like that. Yeah, I think it speaks to more of a cultural change for sure. Perhaps, yeah, yeah definitely. And definitely. We're all and, distracted. And the music we're playing, of course, is, um, um, you know, very um, based in musical theater, in jazz, in some classical, some opera that we're doing. Yeah, we're yeah. doing a little bit of pop. So it's a big variety, but, you know, we're talking more on the classical side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we're, and it's interesting. For China, they're very strict about what they oh. want. Very strict, of oh, course. Yes. So you, we need to – we've submitted our set list, and, you know, they've had to approve it. Oh, and wow. we cannot the deviate. The committee has to approve this. Exactly. Yeah. We can't oh, deviate boy. from it at all. They have to make sure that all the lyrics are okay, Damn. you know, to say and everything. Right. Um, right. Yeah, we, we cannot, you know, it's going to be the same exact set night to night. You have to do a cover of like um, a march from the Glorious Revolution. <laughs> there are no requirements, but we, we actually do want to throw in um, 
a, a Chinese folk song if possible. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, as an encore. So what you just hit all the black notes. It's <laughs> a bit of a, that's a bad joke. But uh, yeah, yeah, no, so no improv. Yeah, yeah right. No improv. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I'll I'll definitely have solos and stuff, you know, within the songs. But like, you know, and those mel- melodies approve. Like, hey, don't play the fucking. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. 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 What if they're like, you know, you, you can't play that that specific lick. You can't yeah. play really? that scale. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. What if you you hit on some for, forbidden scale? Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be a, a guy like listen to every note. Hey, that note yeah, wasn't supposed yeah. to. Play yeah, today, yeah, 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 yeah. You can't play that chord. Wild. Well, you're, you're gonna have a blast, though. You, yeah, how's yeah. your Chinese? You, um, well, it's nothing except for uh, my sister and I. I was about ten. We recorded a commercial, a you know, filmed commercial for I think the internet, maybe for a Chinese school. Oh wow! And and we had to learn a little bit of Chinese. It was a funny scene <laughs> where we were talking to our mom in Chinese, um, and and the dad couldn't understand us. Um, and we were saying, you know, he looks like a, a big cow or something like that. Fun. You know, at the dinner table. And other than that, though, I don't know any Chinese. The one semester of Chinese I got at the University of Minnesota is completely lost on me now, except for Xie Xie. And uh, you can say, Wohanhao. Uh-huh. Um, I, I get to ask somebody, uh, how are they? You say, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's Habu Hama. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my favorite word in Chinese uh, is and I'm gonna put anybody who speaks Chinese is just rolling their eyes right now. Uh, but I think it's uh, longxia, and that means dragon shrimp, oh. and that is a, a type of food. What do you think? What do you think dragon shrimp is? It feels like something I want to eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's it's a no, it's a lobster. Oh, oh lobster. Right. there you go. Dragon shrimp. Anyway, well, exactly. maybe little... maybe we'll have that in China. I'm really yeah. interesting. Interested to see what the food's going to be. Yeah, well, because um, I've heard it's going to be. I've heard Chinese food, like in China, it can be pretty adventurous. Right, and you know, I'm not sure how much of a choice we'll get. Yeah, we're we're going to be mostly in in big bigger cities because we're only playing in concert halls, right? Right, right. So. I guess typically in bigger cities, we'll, like we'll have a nice variety. But we're only we'll playing see. in concert halls. <laughs> you know, right? right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what's interesting is that like we're playing in twenty cities, and most of them I I don't know of, right? Um, because you know we only or I I just know the big ones, Beijing, sure, Shanghai, sure. and stuff like that. Yeah. We're going to Shanghai, but we're not even going to Beijing. But I imagine that all these cities are going to be fairly big. You that, know, they're that, just China. China's so big, and right. they must have so many cities that are big that we haven't heard of most of them. But they're still going to be. Pretty big compared to U.S. cities. I'd really be interested in having you back on the podcast after, after that sure tour that, yeah. to oh, have a yes. deconstruction. I would love so, to. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. you want to come back on, I, I would. Great. Yeah, well, after I, all I, of I'm, this, you know, I'm following all the posts this guy put on in, on Instagram, and it's always hilarious when he's playing. So I'm, I'm definitely waiting to see what's going on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm planning I, to, to share as much as possible, uh, assuming that I get a VPN that works. Aha! Uh-huh. Right, right, right. right. I, you know, do they do they let? Uh, well, Instagram I've, through no, of course no. Not. That's yeah, why yeah. you need the VPN, right? Yeah, yeah. So what a VPN on your uh, on the phone uh, on the phone? Yeah, 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 yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah, try really try to be careful. Right, right. Yeah, you hear crazy stories. I think you're an artist, and you'll be over there as an artist, and right. I'm sure you have papers and things. Hopefully, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. That's gonna be. I, when would you set the VPN up? Well, you know what? Maybe we don't need to talk to you yeah, yeah. about that. That's, that's interesting. Yeah, problem. yeah, right, right, right. I'm no, but sure. I'm very fascinated in how yeah, people yeah. get around it. I mean, I've know. talked to people who've done it. That's all I know. Oh, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so. yeah. That's very big in the UK too because there's a lot of content here. 
that they want to get access to, but yeah. it's blocked out because right, of the market. Right. So a lot of yeah, I yeah. know a lot of people who have VPNs. Uh, yeah. Um. So 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 basically, you can play any kind of music, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's especially over the last year. One of the things I've really loved is is my musical um, just direction mm-hmm. has just totally expanded in every okay. direction. Um, so I, I would say that basically from the, you know, high school, at least the second half of high school mm-hmm. through college, uh, through most of college, I was really focused on jazz. Um, okay. you know, and bef- before that I was into, you know, rock music, writing rock songs and stuff like that. Um, but I would say, you know, I, I thought of myself as a jazz musician and still do, but there was a period of time actually starting from my late, um, my, my senior year of college mm-hmm. through the two years after college where I was really focused actually on writing musical theater and um you know my jazz background definitely helped a lot for that just because i was familiar with um you know form um Mm -hmm. and in because jazz and musical theater have a very um you know intertwined history you know a lot of the jazz standards come from from broadway shows so i was very prepared to write at least the basic musical theater songs and my first experience writing musical theater was at Columbia with the Varsity Show, which is this annual musical that goes back to the late 19th century and has had writers such as um, Rodgers and Hart, Oscar Hammerstein, um, more recently Tom Kitt and Brian Yorkey, all guys who've you're gone on for Broadway. You're speaking Chinese to me right now. Careers. <laughs> no problem. Just big guys in, in Broadway. In, in you know? Broadway, yeah. Sure. No, so it was sure a huge lineage <laughs> and it was awesome. It was an awesome experience. It was it was basically we were writing a show in three months, you know, writing it, rehearsing it at the same time, um, revising it, orchestrating it. It was a crazy process, but it was intense and it was fun. And that basically propelled me to work on musical theater hmm. for two years. I was in the BMI Musical Theater Workshop, oh, nice. which which actually my dad was in cool. decades ago in L.A. Right. with um, actually the founder of the workshop. His name is Le- Lehman Engel. Um, but I, I did it here in New York. And that was great. I got to meet and write with a lot of other um, musical theater writers. Um, but basically about a year ago, I, I I realized I wanted to get back to more performing. And that was something that had taken a backseat um, to write to composing. Um, what, was the, what was the uh, play, the musical at uh, Columbia about? The, the sure, yeah. Show. So the Varsity Show is always... Um, it's like a, a showcase. No, it's it's a it's a it's a musical. It's a full length mm. musical, at least in recent history. I would say like the last uh, I don't know twenty twenty years or so. It's been a a, a show like a you know full length show, and it's always it has something to do with Columbia or it's based around the events that happened at Columbia or something like that. Um, but our show was was very was fun. It 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 involved King George the Second, which was the founder of King's College. Uh, which later became Columbia after after the revolution. Um, he he and his cronies, which were founding fathers who had gone to Columbia, such as Alexander Hamilton, John Jay, and um, and Livingston, I forgot his first name. Um, they're all like kind of like these stuck up guys from the 18th century who have been like looking on, looking at Columbia, you know, seeing all the oh, the, the mess that's yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah, what's wrong? So he. King George II comes down to Columbia to fix the school. Oh, and so basically, kind of meta. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, so it was kind of, it was drawing on some Trump stuff. And this was before he got elected. Oh, no. Um, and it was, um, it was it was a really fun show. Um, you know, and also Hamilton, of course, was super popular and still is, of course. But, you know, it, it had just come out. 
Um, so like, a couple, what was your Hamilton like? What was what was did my? He, did he only speak oh, in rap? Or? So our our Hamilton wasn't like the main character or anything like that. Oh, so I got so so he was just one of one of the guys. Of the King, guys. King George was the main right, character. Right, right. And it was it was a really fun show, and you can actually watch that if you want okay, on huh. on YouTube. Yeah, oh, wow. All it, right. Um, our show is called it's it's V one twenty two Varsity Show number one twenty two, a King's College. That's what it's called. And yeah, that was my first foray into writing music and lyrics um, for musical theater, and I had such right. a great time that you know I, I it literally was life changing. Like I I totally reevaluated my what I thought my trajectory was going to be. Like you know before that you know at the time. Before that, you know, I was doing a lot of music stuff, but I wasn't sure exactly what I was going to do after college, you know. I wasn't, you know, totally set on what the direction it was, you know, because it's kind of undefined um, unless you go to, let's say, grad school or something sure, like that. Sure, right, 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 music. right. Um, but well, at you... that point, I was like, okay, I'm going to just start writing shows and get to Broadway. Like that, <laughs> yeah, it, it, right it, on, man. it was huge. And, you know, and I, I knew that was hard, um, but I think musical theater is gotta be the hardest thing just because it involves so many people and right. so much money yeah um it's at least if we're talking risk. about broad broadway yes sure you know of course <clears throat> off broadway is a great forum as well and other stuff too but well and the dream is to put but the dream is, is broadway bro- right no but i mean off broadway the dream to is, broadway, and then yeah. transfer yeah of I mean, course that's of always course. the move yeah uh, yeah so basically my decision <clears throat> to go back to actually to to start really giving a, a big effort into um, being a you know working musician in New York was realizing that hey I like writing songs but I really what I need to do is write a show which you'll spend years on with no promise of it going anywhere right right and at the same time I had this other thing namely playing and doing all that stuff that right. I wanted to get back to well, it, and could you know that seems like it, smaller chunks and I can I can really yeah. actively work at that and see progress and it's not as much of a risk. As, you're you're a young guy, and I would say there's so much future ahead. So you know maybe you'll come back. To, yeah, of course. And yeah. no, I, I haven't like said goodbye to right. it. In fact, um, and and you know all the stuff I've worked on, I, I think is very valuable. Hmm. But in fact, um, at at my gigs next week, I'm going to be doing an arrangement of two of the songs I wrote. Um, while I was writing musical theater. Oh, cool! Um, right, it all feeds everything. Feeds everything else. Yeah, it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and it's great. And I, I found it, it was really interesting. I, I really liked writing for for character and also writing music to fit lyrics. Yeah. Um, or writing music that would be good for lyrics. Um, because that really focuses your energy on making melodies that are very catchy and singable, and hmm. And 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 interesting forms mm. that arise from that as well. Um, so I, I I think it's very valuable, and I and I and I'm really excited to present, um, especially one of these songs that I wrote for an adaptation of the movie Her from a few years ago. If you saw oh, that, right. you yeah. seen that one? Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, I never saw it, but oh, I, I knew. I, oh I yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, I need to see it. So yeah, it, yeah. it's a song that uh, me and my partner Henry Nettleton, he's a lyricist and director. We wrote uh, for that scene. Uh, well, you haven't seen it, but it's a scene where Theo, played by Joaquin Phoenix, is basically having sex with his um, artificially intelligent operating system, Samantha, played by Scarlett Johansson. And so, it's oh yeah, a, it's I remember. A, you, yeah. you saw it, remember, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we wrote a, a song for that moment, and um, you know, I'll be doing an arrangement of that. That's that's right. I can't, I can't wait to yeah. see the show. I, yeah, I, mean, I yeah, will. I'm definitely that particular one. If you really want to see that particular yeah. one, is 
going to be played Tuesday through Thursday because I basically have two different sets right, of music. Right. Um, I'm so ten- I, yeah. I don't know which one to go to. Uh, the one with both the folks. Yeah. Right. Both. In, in fact, it's actually more like three different sets of music because uh-huh. Friday and Saturday are also going to be different from each other. Yeah, they yeah. have all those guests on Saturday. I love it. Um, yeah, yeah. But any any any, any, night. any night will be will yeah. be great. It's yeah. Jake's week. Yeah. Um, well, however, Jake's if, if you want to see Glockenspiel, you're going to have to come Friday or Saturday. Okay. Because okay. the first three nights I'll be playing vibraphone, a little marimba, and piano. Got but it. No, no Glock though. Got it. Yeah. You're leaving the Glock in the uh, trunk. Yeah, I just there's there's not enough time to do four instruments really in in an hour. I want to pick your brain a little bit sure. more offline about the musical theater stuff because uh, I'm a playwright. Oh yeah, I, yeah, I knew that. Yeah, I want to talk about that. Yeah, it'd be yeah. interesting to talk a little bit about um, that. Absolutely, uh, but, but that, that's I think we can take that one offline. Absolutely, uh, but it's it's very curious. A, a little more abstract is a question like, what's it like? We're you know working with librettists uh, with the people who are writing the. The books for the for the musicals. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that's an interesting collaboration. And obviously, Def- as a playwright, definitely. that's something that I'm. I'll, you know, I've always sort of been interested in it. But yeah, yeah. I'd be lying if I if I said I had, a, I had a true passion for musical theater. Right, right. That said, it's something that I, I, I like well enough, and I know that's such a it's a bit of a corny thing to say, but I could I could see myself getting immersed into it at some point. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. But uh, what's that like? So, I mean, you were um, mentioning, you know, writing writing melodies for lyrics and all the rest, but, you know. Yeah, so at, at, to this point, the only full-length musical I've written mm-hmm. was the one at, at Columbia. Yep. Um, but, you know, it, we definitely met with the book writers a lot, um, but there was also a good amount of uh, separation between yeah. music, you know, uh, me and the other composer lyricist and then the book writers. And... We just had we had so little time, so like sure. we were just like doing it as right, we right, as right. we went and just. It's such to, a fascinating process yeah, to really to marry crazy process, dramatic yeah. structure to to songs and the yeah, convention absolutely. And, too. And, and, to, yeah. and usually, you know, as a songwriter, you want to write songs already knowing exactly what's happening in the scene. Mm-hmm. Typically, that's you know, I would like to have an as much of an outline as I can. Mm-hmm. Even the scene would be would be awesome, yeah. you know, and then you could just take from the scene and put that into song. But a lot of the time, we were actually writing songs before we even had the scene. Mm. We had an outline, we kind of knew what was happening in the scene, but, you know, and then I guess, like, they would formulate the book around that. And then, you know, we ended up throwing out a good amount of stuff or rewriting, sure, sure. so, yeah. Um, it, it is actually incredible when musicals yeah. really, really work. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's incredible. I think it's, it's very hard. And I think definitely since I started writing uh, musical theater and, and seeing more shows, I've become more critical of them, right? Mm-hmm. And harder to uh, to appease. Not to say that like I, I go in wanting to be a critic because I yeah. definitely want to enjoy everything I go see. Sure. But but you're, it, it is really hard. Um, to to make it work, it is so hard to make um, to go from speaking to singing and make it um, believable and, and 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 not hokey. Well, and and then there's right the hokey thing is interesting. You have to hit a certain tone and exactly like, yeah, kind of yeah. wink a little bit. But some shows don't do that at all. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. And if you, structurally, if you can find something where the the song. It just where it makes sense of exactly. the break. Yeah, into song. and that can be very hard is yeah. to find where the song goes and what what exactly the song is about. Mm. And just make sure that the song just 
piggybacks onto the scene and, and moves the story forward. Exactly, what is yeah, what yeah. is the music you like writing the most? Uh, when you feel like, where do you get your inspiration from? And does it come from your heart your, or whatever you're feeling in the moment? You know, leads into a note. Oh, oh, yeah, this is I think like that. I think all of that stuff. All of that together. Um, you know, just um, my writing is very. There's so much variation in what I write. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and it's made up of all the things that I've listened to and played before you know so, so it's hard to say like where it comes yeah. from and but but all, all over and all of even like your life experiences all of that together um i mean i, I would say i would say so that's more abstract so i, mm -hmm. I wouldn't be able to exactly explain that yeah. um concretely but <laughs> but i'm sure it all factors in you know uh, just last night i was actually like i was saying to you earlier jose mm -hmm. i was i was working on um a piece that i'm gonna perform at, at dizzy's and it's my newest composition um And yeah, it was just, I got so into it. I, 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 I must've worked on it for about six hours straight. Yeah. Wow. Um, and time traveling. Yeah. 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 And, um, you know, it was just one of those things where I, I couldn't stop working. I had to finish it and I, and I, I basically finished it in my head. I, and I started writing it out, uh, very early this morning around, uh, I want to say like four 30 bef yeah. before I couldn't stay awake anymore oh, man. so you know seven so, in the morning yeah i went to bed it was it went to sleep close to seven. Oh wow no i jeez yeah. i had it in my head that you woke up and had no no no, no no you were up yeah man. yeah and, wow and but but the thing is i gotta talk to your pharmacist the thing is um that that isn't that much later than i've been staying up the last like three weeks or so i've been on a nocturnal schedule where i've been pretty much uh, going to sleep at six and waking up at two wow although i woke up Without an alarm today before noon. It's really weird. Hey. I didn't know why. All right. Um, and that's not typical for me. You were excited and to podcast. I, yeah, I think that's, that's what it was. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been on this crazy nocturnal schedule because I haven't had to, one, one, I haven't had to get up for anything in the morning. And I just have, I, I guess I work well at night, you know, when when things are quiet. You know, and we the, we live in a quiet neighborhood. It's, oh, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. Actually, my, yeah. my, yeah. my question goes also yeah. because... Uh, I don't know. I, I love uh, I love music too. So and I played guitar for a long time, many years ago. But what I love lately is that freedom. I just grind my guitar sometimes and do whatever, you know, just for my own fun. I'm not a musician like you are. And I left that years ago. Mm -hmm. But it's always there. But my thing is like, what is the music that you're like creating in that moment when you feel like so connected and mm. free and you don't have any any responsibilities with mm. anybody to mm. oh I need to I need to give this to this guy mm. because he didn't, you know musical theater writing or anything what what makes you feel like so free and connected yeah yeah you mean in my composition well it yeah, depends I, or, right in my writing you know mm -hmm. it, it can just be you know if, if my mind is clear and I can just mm -hmm. focus on 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 this piece that I'm writing um mm -hmm. it can be that you know um typically it's something I'm really excited about um you know whether it might be on the vibes for instance like a year ago I was having a lot of fun writing these um, short little grooves, <clears throat> these little pieces for Instagram. So they were mm -hmm. minute long, and they they're called Chappie's Groove. That's the series, <laughs> Chappie's Groove. Yeah, nice. And um, yeah, it was a series that I started basically for Instagram, um, and have since arranged them for different groups. And I'll be presenting three of them at Dizzy's uh, for the quartet. So I'm excited about that. And then um, more often than than Composing though, I think mm -hmm. is is playing. Mm -hmm. It's not all the time, and I, I would say typically it's <clears throat> typically it's not um, every time I play. But uh, there are moments um, when when just the band is having a great time, the audience is having a good time, and really I can just let loose and I'm not really worrying about 
anything and I can really just focus in on the moment and have fun. And when I'm loose like that, that's really when the best stuff comes out. Sure. You know, sure it is. Yeah. What's that process like when, let's say, you get really loose and something yeah. happens and there's an idea uh, that comes up during a, a set and then it's time to go home? Do you rush home and and write it out? Do you how how that, does that work? That actually, uh, it has. I don't know if that's ever happened. Okay, maybe yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, I'm yeah. assuming about your process. Yeah, because yeah. because yeah. when I'm typically you know when I'm performing, I'm not I'm not composing a new song, right? I mean, of course, yeah, you know, right. I, I might be soloing and and you know composing mm-hmm. in, in that sense. Sure, sure, know, spontaneous composition. Gotcha. But no, I mean, there there may have been times where you know I was inspired by something I played, uh, but. I would say in general, my composing happens um, when I'm out and about, you know, in my head, for instance, uh-huh, uh-huh. or maybe I'm just practicing vibes or yeah, piano, yeah, and then yeah. I stumble upon something. Where can I find one of the vibraphone tunes online or the Glock uh, Glockenspiel? Um, yeah, just go go to my Instagram. Online. Yeah, if yeah, you'll find especially if you if you hash search for hashtag Chappie's Groove. Yeah. Um, which is, which is, I, I look for hashtags that haven't been used by anyone else right. because then people can search for those hashtags yeah, yeah. and just find all the videos that I've posted. You know what I'll do? I'll do even one better, uh, for the podcast though, is I'll ask you if you don't mind to send me an MP3, uh, into a Dropbox and sure. maybe I could add to the show. Yeah. You could hear yeah, it directly. Yeah. Like, yeah, Absolutely, there we go. Yeah. You know. Go to what? So hashtag Chappies. Hashtag Chappies Groove, Chappies which Groove. would give you all the Chappies Grooves, cool. um, for Glockenspiel things, you would have to just go to my Instagram page and find where I'm playing the Glockenspiel. Yeah, yeah. You know, just look for me playing a, a mini vibraphone or like, you know, a tiny little bell, bell yeah, yeah. or xylophone. Thing. Oh, but I'd be remiss not to ask, though. You yeah. Know, so I'll get that from you after the show and I can I can weave it in during posts so people can hear your music. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. Um, yeah, yeah. I've, I've had fun with my Instagram. That's something that uh, honestly wasn't very active on social media until early last year um, or mid last year, something like that. Instagram, I always thought was something. Hey, I have Facebook. Why do I need to post more photos and I guess videos somewhere else? Mm. But then I, I don't even know like what what gave me the idea. But I just was like, let me give this let me give this a shot. And that was sort of happening at the same time where where I was thinking, okay, I, I want to start promoting myself a little more and start building um, some sort of presence online. And obviously, it's such a great tool for musicians and any other yeah anyone else. That, that that runs a business or sure. as a creative. I mean, yeah. it sounds like it's uh, working out for you. That's fun. Yeah. I want to check yeah. all these things out after the show for, so, yeah, for definitely. sure. Yeah, definitely. it's good stuff. lot of ground already i yeah. want to go back to to your family and your background in la and your trajectory to get to, sure. to where you are now so sure yeah yeah you know like so i went like, yeah. Yeah, yeah i went to i came here for school for college uh-huh. at columbia um what's with, that what's for for music well 
I, I didn't know that I was going to study music when I when I came here. No, it was just wow. <clears throat> it was just that I went to it was, it was a byproduct of me going to a very well known and and um, one of the top private schools in the country called Harvard Westlake in Studio City, and it's a very academically rigorous environment. And I think that that motivated me um, or got, gave me the idea to want to go to you know a top school. Sure. And you know I was I was very um, focused on school. Yeah. yeah. Um, Although I would, mm, one sec, water break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <clears throat> in the meantime. Yeah, in the meantime. Yeah. So I was, yeah. I was pretty focused on school. Um, in addition to my music and also acting, I, I was a big actor for theater um, at school. Uh, so I, I, I decided to go to Columbia. Um, I got an early decision, so it made my life easy. Didn't have to do a lot of applications. Um, and I knew that there was a good jazz program there. You know, for a for an Ivy League um, liberal 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 arts college. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> what a hard word to say. It sometimes. is, yeah. Well, <laughs> it's increasingly difficult to, to cope with having a liberal arts degree. <laughs> yeah, it's like calling Doctor Freud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's all so good. you know, I studied uh, a variety of things, but you know that included music um, and some computer science as well. Oh wow! Um, but I also was fortunate enough to be in the Columbia Juilliard Exchange, which. Um, allowed me to have lessons and be in an ensemble at Juilliard. I went there twice a week for a couple of years, performed at Juilliard and throughout the city, like Blue Note and Dizzy's. Um, it's great. So, it sounds like you kind of yeah. knew what you wanted and made it happen. Yeah, I basically made the most um, pretty much of, out of what I could do during the four years. Yeah. Um, one thing I, I will say that I, I wasn't doing during school and probably just because I was, I was so busy during school was really – trying focusing on a career after college right trying to make a lot of connections and go to jam sessions try to get gigs and all that kind of stuff that i'm trying to do now yeah you know and do you wish you had done a little more of that i mean yeah yeah i i definitely would have said just uh during college if i I could have been a little more social both on Mm. campus and off campus in terms of uh meeting you know, future collaborators and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't think that's an uncommon experience. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't I think so either. I that all the way through grad school, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. having uh, regrets about the way I handled certain exactly. things. Exactly. And, 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 you know, I was extremely academically focused in college for whatever reason, you know, more more concerned about grades than I was in high school. For some reason, I feel like it's usually the opposite, mm. unless, like, you are you really know you want to go to med school or law school or something like that. But, like, I, I didn't really have any you know, plans to go to grad school after. So I, I didn't know why exactly uh-huh. other than just like personal um, motivation to yeah. do as good well, as I could. So what degree did, we, did you I have a, get? A BA. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and so I have a major in music. Got I it. have a concentration in computer science. Oh, interesting. And so you went yeah. in. That's a, that's an interesting comment. Yeah. I, di- I didn't, I, I didn't do any computer science before I got to Columbia and took a class my second uh, year. Hmm. And then music, I didn't plan to, to study music there, but I, I started in the, the music theory sequence, and I really liked my teacher, and yeah. kind of just went from there. You're not the only person who has that interesting connection uh, between music and math. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty common, actually. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And and also, I, there were a lot of people that did the music-computer science combo as well. Hmm. That wasn't uncommon. Um, you know, there are a lot of there's a lot of math involved in music, a lot of patterns, mm-hmm. a lot of logic, mm-hmm. um, a lot of 
yeah, recurring recurring things. And there's a lot of feeling in computer science. And computer science, when you really take it on the road, it'll, it'll <laughs> pick up roadies. And, you know, it's, a lot has changed. I mean, you know, it's pretty good to be a computer scientist these days. I am. I, I do absolutely zero with computer science. That uh-huh. that wasn't. Some people will say, "Oh, that was your fallback." You know, sure. But but that was absolutely not. It was just something that I got into. Yeah. Took a few classes. Are you a chess player? You play chess? I. Have, I do not even know how to play chess. Oh, okay. I, oh, okay. I know like some of the moves, but I honestly okay. do not know everything. Well, well that's the, somebody I can beat. You know? <laughs> right? Yeah, I'll, I, I'll set you guys a game up uh, after yeah, this. Yeah. I would, so, I would like to to learn exactly oh, how to play a game. Yeah, but, maybe we could. But uh, I've never played a full game. Could do one sometime. Yeah. Uh, the the horsey moves in an L shape. No, I I, and, do, I know that. Yeah. I know some of the how they move, but mm-hmm. I don't know all of them. Yeah. But I do know the knight goes in an L. Yeah, two and one. Yeah. It's the horsey. Horsey, and, okay. you, you want to, uh, and you want to castle early. That's Those are two, two good pieces of advice, castle. I want to play like in Harry Potter with the, with the oh. huge one. Now, that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. We're backwards. On our, on our way, well, by the, by the way, Jake and me we happen to be neighbors. We live in the same building. And every time, you know, I was passing by, I was listening to, oh, wow, look at this guy playing. And, and then we finally met, well, through my girlfriend, all of that. But, you know, we yeah. out a couple of times. Pretty cool, pretty cool dude. Uh, also, my girlfriend took picture of him. I'm gonna say yes, that. Yes, yes. An amazing uh, fucking picture. Yeah, and yeah. that picture is gonna be included uh, yeah. in mm-hmm. this show in the show notes at getthispodcast.com, uh, which is a website I I also built. Uh, I did not study computer science at Columbia, but uh, you can uh, you can find that image there, and we'll credit uh, your your girlfriend uh, Monziki with that picture because the pictures are awesome. I was actually there when you were doing that photo shoot. Yeah, was, that's right. That, yeah. That's when I actually met you. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, where yeah. we met. Yeah, right. I had come that's along right. to to get some headshots of my own, and uh, yeah, that'll be great, man, to have. So yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. She's such a talented photographer. There's so many talented artistic people up here in this that's, neighborhood. That's, yeah, that's what I was gonna say, and and actually, yeah, mentioning that is like the neighborhood is like it's full of talented people around. But, um, you you always see like people walking with instruments and stuff, and, and I don't know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's pretty cool. But and everybody, everywhere you go to bar and like you try to feel like, oh, I'm the only one that knows about acting. No, like everybody, <laughs> like the guy in the kitchen, come out and yeah, tell you something got, about it. Right, he's got his uh, <laughs> what his headshot. He's uh, yeah, he wants to talk to you. That's funny. It's like every Uber driver in L.A. has a script. They're ready. You know, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Hand you a script. It's a great neighborhood for sure. So well, yeah, on, no. On our way here, we were also talking, and uh, and this is something that I've seen Jake even walking on the snow with his vibraphone, and then it's like <laughs> one of those instruments. Like when I when I if I ever get to be passionate about instrument again, I probably pick up a ukulele, you know, something I can <laughs> right, just put right, in my right. pocket and travel. Exactly. <laughs> but I've seen this guy through the snow, rain and shine. Nothing stopped this guy like, moving that thing. Yeah, definitely through the rain. <laughs> Luckily, I think it snowed like six times this winter. It was there was so yeah. little of it, and yeah. that was great. That I didn't, because because how I get around um, is I don't have a car, which is, is what most people would have. Sure, it's when, New York, when, right? when, they, when they have uh, some big instrument. But that, yeah, yeah, yeah you're right, right actually. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh man, but then you're driving around New York City and all the rest. Oof. But I'm I'm not driving though because because I I I put it on a cart and I take it on the subway, mm-hmm. and that that is something you will very very rarely see you might see drummers on the train you see bass players mm-hmm. but vibes players you know yeah. it's very rare so like i have this thing you know with the cart it's got to be 130 140 pounds mm. and so we're talking you know I, I leave my place at 190th i go up the hill on fort washington all the way to 177th where the elevator is take that down 
to get on the, the A train. Luckily, we live uh, close to the end of the line. So couldn't you get on a, at 190? So I could, ah, but, but there's yeah. stairs. Ah, right. Of course, you're so right. So I've gone you're down right. those stairs before, but... You know, yeah, it, yeah. it's 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 kind of a it gets, pain. It gets a little a dicey. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah you no, you're right. I had uh, for the yeah, elevator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. And yeah, so that's getting a little inside neighborhood baseball here. But uh, I know it's interesting, so, man. But this is and this does uh, dovetail into the question I was going to ask, which which is maybe a little more broad, and, and uh-huh. you can finish the story. But it's uh, what is it like to be a young working musician in New York City? Yeah, it's, I mean, you know, New York is just totally packed with musicians. There's never a shortage of musicians. Um, and, you know, it, there's just so many people to meet, so many people I don't know yet. Um, and there's so many things going on. So I've just been trying to play as much music as possible in as many different uh, scenes as I can get into. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm so motivated, I guess, that I will bring a vibraphone or any other instrument that people typically wouldn't bring to something like a jam session. You know, not not just a gig where I'm being paid, but, you know, I've brought it to jams in Brooklyn, for instance. Yeah. You know, where it, it, it actually set a record, my personal record for amount of time it took me to get home and number of trains it Ooh. took, which was, was it great, six, great? six trains and it took oh, like no. two, two and a half hours, I think. Oh, wow. um, and and I, where was the gig? Was it in it was, Greenpoint? That, that was a jam session in Bushwick. Oh, in Bushwick. At Artichoke Pizza. Fantastic jam. I, I know that place. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, my yeah, friend yeah. Zavin um, hosts uh, every Saturday pretty much late, like 1130 to 3.30, 4 in the morning. Hip hop, you know, freestyle rap. It's really fun. And I've brought vibraphone to that and glockenspiel as well. Um, anyway, you know, I'm, I'm going all over these places for gigs, for jam sessions, uh, for some recording sometimes. And, you know, I've taken one cab, you know, and that was because my cart broke. Sure. And it was raining. Right. So. And those those prices have gone up. Exactly. Up Especially where we live, you know. Forget I, it. And I need, an, I need an Uber XL. Yeah. So right. we're talking over 100 bucks yeah, to, yeah. to do anything. Sure. Right? Um, and so actually this, this traveling stuff started last uh late last spring when i started busking uh especially in washington square i'd be going going down a lot during last summer when i was you know had to start building up my just network and also just start being out there playing you know um because you know i didn't have many gigs um i just wanted i had an itching to perform for anyone who would hear and um ended up meeting a lot of people that way and just connecting with a lot of people, you know, building my audience is great. Yeah. Combine that with an online presence. Sure. Mm-hmm. And the whole world is your audience at any time. Yeah. Right? So right. It's just fantastic. Yeah, you're making this, uh, all these great connections. You're really getting out there. And it shows so much commitment, too. I mean, uh, with yeah. Jose and his u- ukulele, I mean, that, <laughs> that's nothing. <laughs> Somewhere, <laughs> over. <laughs> um, Somewhere over the A-train. <laughs> Jeez. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, a working musician in New York. Yeah, just you know, it's it's a slow it's a slow process because there is so much competition, and you know, um, there's so many people that it's just hard to, um, you know, to to get in so fast. You know, smaller yeah. cities, you you right. might be able to meet a, a good amount of the population sure fairly fast i think there are probably different scenes too different scenes yeah absolutely right but i imagine you come in you show you have chops and you can handle yourself and behave yeah i think it's it's just a matter of time right you know the more you play the more people you play with um it just kind of you know blossoms from there yeah and um 
you know, there's definitely progress that I've seen, you know, just measuring by the, let's say, the amount of performances that I've been able to, to do or the amount of people that, that want to play. Even this gig at Dizzy's, it's, it's, it's a good, um, I'd say, milestone for me because it's a pretty, it's a pretty big, um, like, um, week that I have as a leader, you know, yeah. the opportunity to perform Amazing. Um, at one of the premier jazz clubs in New York. How do you land that? Um, kind of just it, the process started over a year ago, um, uh, emailing and I, I don't know, it, it just kind of, oh. kind of, I don't, I don't know exactly you, the details, you re- but you, re- you, oh, you wow. reached out and you, yeah. you kept working at it. And, yeah, yeah. 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 And, That's um, it, man. yeah, you know, just, you know, didn't think too hard about it, but just one day I, you know, I got asked to do it. And of course I, I wanted to do it. So. I got to ask you a serious jazz question. Sure. Are Everybody Jose, are, are Jose and I Hepcats or... Cats? Are we Hepcats hep or like what? What's the new jazz slang? I don't know. Like, are we hep? Okay. Or, hip? Hip? Oh, we're hip. Hip. Oh, we're hip. hip. We're yeah. hip now. Okay. Hip. Yeah. Hip. I, I thought you'd really. What's come hep? In. Hep. I, they used to hep? say that. Like, oh, he was a real hep cat. I think. I think you mean hip. Maybe. Yeah. No, I know. But I think I think if you say, well, he's a real hip cat. You know, <laughs> I think you got to be. Yeah, he's a hep cat. I mean. <laughs> you guys are hip cats in, yeah, in, in general. Yeah, for Oh, sure. that's okay. Cool. I, you All know, right. I, maybe I was fishing a little bit. But you got to say that to the casting directors. They're looking for hipsters hey, in I'm Brooklyn. Hip, I'm like, a real hey, hip cat. You guys think I'm a hipster. For sure. Hip. Yeah. <laughs> I think when you... I think when but you, I'm a hip cat. I, but, you know, there's, there's, there is all this, like, cool stuff around jazz, right? Like Lenny yeah, yeah. Bruce and all of this stuff. And, I mean, you know, he used to speak in that kind of jazz patter. Or, like, there's a certain sort of slang and lingo that you sort of associate with it absolutely yeah there's a yeah did you what did you think of um whiplash whiplash i i enjoyed yeah. and i know a lot of jazz I the movie a lot of jazz musicians um and actually i didn't i didn't see it right away it actually saw it about two years ago but i really enjoyed it um and a lot of my jazz musician friends you know said you know it was over the top it wasn't uh really reflective of actual um, you know, jazz or conservatory life or anything like that. But that wasn't the point of the movie. I think if you made a movie about, you know, a college jazz band and it was, you know, really accurate and, and tried to, to be totally what it was, um, it would be boring, right? Well, I mean, it's, jazz it's school is, is pretty boring, like <laughs> yeah. in, in jazz band. There's not, you know, it's not really exciting when you're in rehearsal. So, you know, they had to make it larger than life in some yeah. way. I, I think they went a little too far with the car crash. I think that that scene was just a little over the top. I, but in general, it was a very yeah. entertaining movie. Yes. And I think it, it took the concepts of jazz and the competition um, around, you know, big band jazz and jazz school and was able to make a compelling story out of it. I yeah, agree. I, mean, I, I, I feel was, like the I was third act. Struggling, was, right? I was feeling yeah. the struggling of this guy practicing mm-hmm. and practicing and practicing for hours and, you know, being right with the timing. Wow, that, I, I found it very fascinating. Yeah. yeah. It's, and yeah, I have you, seen teachers like that, not exactly like that, but, I, you mm-hmm. know. And um, actually, I, I've seen, so uh, you might know Adam Neely. He's um, a blogger, vlogger on YouTube, talks about like music related things. He did an episode reviewing that movie mm-hmm. and he, he also said, you know, it, I like the movie, but, you know, here, here are the things that I got wrong about jazz mm. um, and jazz school. And basically the thing he said was it's a sports movie, which is very true. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. And it it's has just, the structure it's a, of like the Mighty Ducks. Exactly. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. about, you know, just like the grit and the competition. 
and you know adversity rocky and like you know you know like just <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, yeah it, it is just it's a sports is. Movie, conflict sure. and yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, practice and all this right. stuff you're not looking for realism out of no it. no and and yeah. and and most of the people that watch that movie have you know they don't they don't know what right. jazz like they don't really care right. um, but yeah, i think you relate to it if you're if you've ever had that ambitious young person in your heart and everybody has that somewhere sure, it's sure. a very relatable yeah, film. yeah yeah absolutely yeah um, in and fact, that, that performance was incredible from both. Yes, of them. yes, yes. Yeah, yeah both the performances really, were amazing. Really great. Yeah. I, I really like the movie. Yeah. Um, in fact, I will say that that Adam Neely video, which yeah. I mentioned, I am in it. Oh. Um, he went to Washington Square Park to watch the video on his phone, and I actually happened to be busking that same night. And then uh, maybe a couple weeks later, I got some texts from people saying, "Hey, you're in, you're in this Adam Neely video." Um, for the first two seconds of the video. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Oh, I think I remember that post. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like on the side of the orchestra or something? Playing no, or no, this is outside oh. in Washington Square. Oh, right, um, right. By the fountain. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Well, this has been a really exciting podcast with Jake Chapman. And uh, Chappie, where can people find you uh, online? Chappie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, yeah. so Instagram at Chappie Milkshake, C-H-A-P-P-Y Milkshake. Um, also, I just made a website, which I'll be updating you know, hopefully as much as I can, which is jakechapmanvibes.com. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook, of course. My Facebook uh, music page is Jake Chapman Music. My YouTube is Jake Chapman. Um, I also have a Chappy Milkshake YouTube page, but I haven't really done much with it. Um, so, yeah, but I would say Instagram is yeah, is my, my main hub All for right. things. Yeah, absolutely. And coming up at Dizzy's in New York City here. Yes, yeah, next Tuesday through Saturday, 1130 p.m. Awesome. And this is Get This Podcast. Oh, hey, before, yeah. I, before I call us out, um, three Hepcats all sitting around. Um, uh, will you come back after you yes, uh, yes. go and eat the lobster in China? I will. Okay. I, I want to. That would be great. I, I would love uh, to yeah. talk about that so maybe experience. Maybe in August or September. Or, it's in December. Oh, in December. What am I talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm Are we going to do it in Chinese? <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be, that'll be like early next year. We'll make that early happen. Early next year, yeah. That'll be great. Yeah. And uh, this is Kevin Couchman uh, and my co-host, Jose Ignacio Gomez, the one and only. Coming to you from Washington Heights. It's Get This Podcast. It's available on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast, Spotify now. And you can always find us at getthispodcast.com. And uh, you can find me at Jose yeah, Ignacio yeah, there Gomez you go. Uno. Yeah, yeah so, there you go. He's also on Instagram. Jose Ignacio Gomez Uno on Instagram. All right. So I don't know. What's some, what's some cool jazz thing we could say to like, you know, sort of finish this thing off? Give me a, give me something. Tell me like a, like a little factoid about it's jazz. Like a, like a little harmony here. Like, yeah. Oh. So some weird fact about jazz that, that nobody knows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some weird facts about jazz that nobody knows. Um, we are mostly making it up as we are going. <laughs> uh, that's sounds perfect. like politics right now. <laughs> no, 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 no. That is, that's, and that's how we podcast too. So beautiful. Thanks for listening. Thanks for coming on.
Thank you.